Welcome to the first annual Sleepies Awards show presented by Sleepers Media. I am your co-host, Greg Waddell. With me, as always, on the big stage, my good co-host, Carter Elliott. Cart, how are you? Man, I'm just happy to be here, man. There's a lot of award shows out there. There's the ESPYs. There's the Grammys. There's the Oscars. But this is the start of something special. This is something that once you win, you can tell your grandkids about. You won the first awards during the first annual Sleepies. I got, I mean, I got to crack a brew for this one. This is going to be a fun one, folks. It's a big night. There's been a lot of big nights this season. There's been a lot of big nights since the dawn of the Sleepers Media show. Uh, Nothing bigger than tonight, though. I, I dare say tonight is the biggest of them all. As we have been since our inception, we are a show by the people, for the people. The Sleepies Awards are presented by Sleepers Media, but they're awards for the people, picked by the people. This will be different than any award show you've ever seen. It will be the perfect cap to the college basketball season. Uh, And Carter, I'm just excited to get this thing started. Me too. And because of COVID protocols, we're doing this, you know, like this. I was going to have everybody in my backyard. I was going to put on my grilling shoes. I was going to get a little tent set up and we're going to have a little spectacle. So next year, be on the lookout for when everyone can come to the sleepies in person, fully vaccinated. Car, we would normally have like the red carpet ceremony and we'd have someone live catching people as we come out of the cars and everything. So I feel obligated. I feel obligated to ask my good friend, what are you wearing tonight? I am wearing the who who are you wearing? I am wearing well, first of all, this is a buy one, get half off at Express mock turtleneck. Go check them out. And I'm also rocking the uh, you know, work from home look, the you know, interview from home look. I got the mock turtleneck going with the sleeper sweatpants on with my UGG slippers that you that no one can see. But keeping it simple tonight, something light. You look great, I, I, my friend. I see you got the pocket square going. So, you know, tell me what's going on over there. Well, we had to bust out the old wedding suit jacket. Uh, when you bust out the wedding suit jacket, you, of course, bring out the pocket square, the bow tie along with it. I believe the collared shirt, the checkered shirt is an Old Navy special uh, from a couple of years ago now, actually, at this point. But I, like you, I'm also the work from home special. Gray sweatpants, gray socks down low. So it does match the suit top just in case. But... We do it big. We go out in style and we've got 10 awards to go through tonight. That's the plan. Um, Also, I'll show you them right here. We have awards. You can see them right here written down uh, by my lovely wife. Mallory actually wrote these down this morning. Carter and I do not know the winners. We know the nominees. We have not seen the percentages people voted and winners have been crowned. We will unveil these one by one. Uh, We will go through, talk about the nominees, give each nominee, of course, their little moment, give them their play. And then we will come away with 10 winners who are the official Sleepies winners. They can say on their resume forever, they are a Sleepy Award winner. Uh, And for some, that's bigger than a banner that they hang once every 16 years, like Illinois fighting Illini. So uh, this could be a big night for a few programs. Um, Hey, and we appreciate everyone who uh, also voted on this as well. Uh, We put it out there on Instagram and Twitter. And I mean, when I looked yesterday, when they were up for about a couple hours, we already had like 50 votes per category. So got a lot of participation in this. Everyone got their votes in, you know, so I'm I'm excited to see which way people are leaning on this one. Should we get right into it? I feel like normally we'd have a little opening monologue. Um, you got anything you want to say to the people monologue wise or should we nah, just go I was right going to play some music, but I didn't want YouTube to take it down. So we're just going to get right into it. <laughs> All right. We're going to get right into it. And actually, uh, I, I noticed this as I was preparing for this. Um, there's one extra award. Apparently, we might as well start. This was not on the list, not votable. You can see this is Queens <laughs> of the Year. Um, I believe there were two nominees. I'm guessing Mallory Waddell and uh, Megan Coburn, soon to be Elliot. And uh, let's see who the winner is. It is Mallory Waddell and Megan Coburn, soon to be Elliot, a co-winner. Sharing sharing the award. Wow. Um, You know, they deserved it. Meg made pancakes, 35 of them to be exact. Mm -hmm. 
She and does. Mal, Mal wrote down some award winners, eleven I mean, of them to be exact. So. I mean, she, they're the queens hold the kings down, man. I mean, they support the podcast. They understand we got to make the podcast. They understand that we got to make bets during the week. <laughs> they, they put up with this. So, thank you to them. They we bow down. They're to needed. The queens, we bow down. Uh, what a great way to start off the first ever official Sleepies. Let's get into the awards that the people voted on. Award number one, moment of the year. And our great nominees hammer. are for great moment of the wow. year. Jalen Suggs shot, Jalen Suggs block and pass, Carter eating 35 pancakes, and Rocket Watts hugging Tom Izzo after defeating Michigan. Carter, where's your head at with moment of the year? What's your vote? I'm going selfish on this one. It's got to be 35 pancakes. I voted. I voted on all these awards. I voted for 35 pancakes. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be pretty upset if 35 pancakes doesn't win. I did not vote for myself. I will say that. But, like, objectively, 35 Pancakes is the moment of the year. As far as the Sleepers show, the Sleepers podcast is concerned, there is nothing that tops that. Yeah, there's no one that believed I would eat 35 Pancakes, including myself, and somehow I did. In fact, Cart, I don't know that you necessarily gave any sort of post-Pancake speech. Um, I know watching for that hour and a half was quite uh, mesmerizing as a whole. You powered through, but I would love for you to be able to get on stage and give a little acceptance speech here. So I'm, I'm really rooting for 35 pancakes. Let's, let's see it. Let's get to it. And the winner of moment of the year is Jalen Suggs shot. Congrats, Jalen. Congrats, bro. You did good. Good job, bro. And accepting the award for moment of the year on behalf of Jalen Suggs is Carter Elliott. <laughs> Listen. Probably the best Final Four game that I can really remember. I think it was easily the best. I'm sorry, but not Final. Yeah, best Final Four game uh, I've seen in a while, Greg. Um, and that game was an absolute classic that was needed after a pretty boring game in the Baylor and Houston game. So, I mean, this was an absolute battle uh, going against one of the hottest teams in the country in UCLA, making a run from the first four in. I mean, it had all the storylines. It had everything. And Jalen Suggs just played like a top five pick. He just played like that dude. And he made the shot. He took the shot. He jumped on the table afterwards. The aftershot execution was done to a T. I mean, it was a beautiful shot to take you to the title game. I mean, it's it was an absolute beautiful game. And dare I say, not only was that shot a huge moment for college basketball, dare I say that was a huge moment for the culture as well. Uh, I've got a, uh, a listener of the sleepers podcast. Actually, his name is Ryan Pence. He was a point guard that I coached in my coaching days years ago, uh, back in high school ball, great point guard, dynamic player. He's now a college student. I think he's a senior at Michigan state university. Sent me a snap over the weekend of him on a roof shooting at a hoop about 50 yards away, yelling Jay Suggs as he let it go. Iconic. Iconic moment. Iconic, man. Um, Happy for Jalen Suggs, uh, the first ever Sleepy Award winner and probably our favorite player, even though he played for Gonzaga of the year. I mean, he was he was the face of college basketball to me this year. He definitely was. And I think he did a good job. And I think he was just big for Gonzaga in general. Like, I mean, Gonzaga, they get their players, but they weren't really bringing in like one and done, like top five talent type players ever that I can remember. So, like, this was really big for them. And he stepped up, man. There's a lot of expectations on him, and he just did nothing but show that he's a competitor, a winner, all that, a hooper. And now he hands you Chet Holmgren as well. So the Jalen Suggs gift keeps on yeah, giving. just keeps on that. giving. If I had to lose to something, I would like to lose to that. Because if I lost to, like, Rocket, that would have <laughs> kind of pissed. That would have been bad. That would have been bad. Um, all right. Well, I'm sorry you couldn't get that. I wholeheartedly think you deserve that. But uh, congrats to Jalen Suggs. Let's move on to award number two, uh, which is maybe my favorite award of the night. Fake Tough Guy of the Year. And the nominees for Fake Tough Guy of the Year are actually, Carter, I'm sorry. This is the Los Angeles Clippers award for Fake Tough Guy of the fake Year. Fake Tough. We, we say it time and time again all year. 
There's one thing the Sleepers Media Podcast does not do, and that's fake tough guys and front runners. Don't, don't be that team. Do not be that player. It ain't it, all right? And we got a few of them here. The nominees are Illinois, Gonzaga fans, The Accountants, and Dan Dockich. Diverse group of nominees here, Cart. <laughs> Man, this is, I, this one could go either way. I wish all four of them could get where's, it. Where's your head at? Who do you think takes this one home? <clears throat> you know, I'm leaning towards the Champagne Clippers. I mean, they're the Champagne Clippers, the awards named after them, they, they all season long, start to finish, seem to play into this role. Uh, I, I wouldn't hate to see this award go to the accountants. Um, they certainly have a soft spot in my heart. I wouldn't hate to see this award go to Gonzaga fans. Uh, and honestly, Dan Dockage probably deserves this more as like a lifetime achievement award than anything. Right. This should be this named year. at like this should be like Dan Dockage's Arthur Ashe type award. Like this <laughs> might be we might have to make the next year it might be the Dan Dockage Award. All right, let's see who it goes to. The Clippers Award for fake tough guy of the year goes to Illinois. The Champagne Clippers. And here to chime in and accept this award for the champagne clippers i think there's no better person to do this than sir gregory waddell thank you you know this has been a a great year for for me as the face of illinois um you know i've i've said it since day one we were gonna win everything we are champions we are the best team in the country um you know, I, I, in fact, you know, you've probably seen pictures of a couple people within me because I'm Illinois here, um, holding up some, some potential paper banners from time to time. Here's one more fake tough guy of the year. That's who I am. I am Illinois. I'm going to hang a banner on this. Thank you. Thank you to the sleepies. Yes. And, and to attribute to this award, there was a couple factors. I mean, the, the magazine cover, the Io DeSumo Mike, a uh, Kobe Bryant picture, uh, the Trent Frazier holding up the piece of paper saying they're Big Ten champions, all to not even make it out of the first weekend. The first weekend, the you first guys, weekend. you guys, the first weekend, you got beat by a team in your own state. Like, Cam Crutwig is getting in the club in the booth before Io is okay. Like, that's had Braden Norris when he goes to a smoothie spot. Like Kofi Coburn has to wait behind him. They're naming smoothies and meals after him. Ain't no one getting the Trent Frazier. Ain't no one. Everyone's getting the Lucas Williamson. Like Fred uh, Norris definitely be hitting smoothie spots. Too. He definitely hits smoothie spots for sure. And he for gets like sure. the smoothie and the smoothie bowl for, for sure. sure. Um, I okay back in back in Greg Waddell mode now. Am I allowed to like Illinois again at this point? Like after such a rocky relationship this year. Like I'll tie that D Brown team, my favorite college basketball team that is not associated with the state of Michigan ever. Like no question. I have a D Brown, Illinois Jersey. I have an IO DeSumo, Illinois Jersey because I loved IO DeSumo prior to this season. I I'm, not gonna lie. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie, Greg, not, not to cut you off. I don't even think it was a prior to the season thing. Like we were actually showing Illinois all types of love the whole year. And then they, they, they took, they assumed the front runner role and the tough, fake tough guy role. So they did to themselves. It got to their heads. And yep. that's, I mean, you got to stay humble, right? Stay low and build. We've been saying yes. that forever. Stay low and build, baby. That's the motto. All right. Well, congrats to Illinois. Uh, you will forever be commemorated. Maybe not in the rafters in your arena, but uh, definitely in the Sleepy Awards. On to award number three, Streak of the Year. The nominees for Streak of the Year are... Michigan State's 23-season tourney streak, Gonzaga's 31-0 start, 31-game winning streak, my own 15-3 run on daily picks, and the UCLA tourney run from play-in game to Final Four. Quite a group here for Streak of the Year card. Definitely. Personal, personal favorite and shout-out to daily picks on this one. Ooh. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I respect it. Gotta I appreciate respect. that. I'll, uh, you know, I, I'm honored to be nominated along among the likes of such other great streaks from this season. Um, don't think I deserve this one. Not expecting to win this one. Started out really hot for daily picks, but even though there was a 15 and three run for a couple of days, there was never like 
four straight undefeated days. Those three mm-hmm. and days are what we itch for. So I feel I'm a couple of days off from what it would have required to win this. In my personal opinion, my vote for this one uh, is UCLA's tourney run. I mean, that was a great run. Let's go Let's to it. it is. Show me the award. I'm and waiting. The winner is UCLA's tourney run. It's only right that I assume, assume this award. Um, and going to get in UCLA mode here. Uh, there's a couple podcasts I heard out there. Some goofy ass looking light skinned dude who bought some podcast gear, had the audacity to come on his pod and say, fade the Pac-12. UCLA doesn't deserve to be here. Tiger Campbell's a dweeb. Well, Tiger Campbell's my point guard. And I'm Johnny Juzang. And I'm a bucket. I'm like that. You can't stop me. You put Aaron Henry on me ass bust you put a dude from Adeline Christian on me ass bust Herbert Jones get your ass bust I just I just showed everybody I showed everybody that that's just what we do and we came up a little short yeah but you know there was moments we could have won I really thought we could have won it all but it was a historic run I was glad to do it with my teammates and my bald coach hope to run it back next year thank you go Bruins congratulations Johnny motherfucking Zuzang uh, incredible run. Carter, I'm just realizing as I'm listening to Mr. Juzang accept that award, you personally, not only did you doubt UCLA going into the tournament, UCLA made you eat 35 pancakes. Like yeah. you, you didn't stop doubting until the buzzer sounded and Jalen Suggs was on the score table. Yeah. And you know, Hey, I, but we're even now cause I ate the pancakes. So we are even now. Um, yeah, enjoyed that UCLA team, a team that could be really good next year. Like, I'm seeing preseason top five in a lot of places to bring yeah, a lot back. Um, I saw that. Well, Juzang declared, but he maintains his eligibility, so he could come back. I could see him coming back. Pair that with Chris Smith, who was probably considered their best player coming into the season, and for the first part of the season, he was averaging around almost close to 20 points per game, but he had a knee injury, so you get him back. Tigers coming back. They add Miles Johnson from Rutgers in the transfer market. Uh, you know, other guys like Jalen Clark are going to be back, who was a contributor as a freshman. Uh, UCLA, they could they could run it back. Peyton Watson too, right? Is Peyton wait? No, I think Peyton Watson has another year of high school. Really? Wait, no, wait, I'm wait, no, sure Peyton, no, no. Yeah. Peyton Watson's going to be there next year. You're right. Yes, yeah. Peyton Watson. I said that on like two episodes ago that he's going to be a bad man. Like he's going to be a bad man for UCLA for sure squad. They're no longer going to be the underdog, no longer the Cinderella. We'll see. Uh, But enjoyed watching them. Johnny Juzang, man, still wish he would have taken the step back instead of the drive against Gonzaga. But uh, you know, had that happened, we wouldn't have been able to see Gonzaga get that ass beat by Baylor. So all works out in the end. Let's move on. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Let's move on to uh, uh, an award that I'm pretty confident the sleepers, the sleepies will be the only award show that ever honors this specific award. This is the worst coach of the year. Uh, And we have quite a few nominees, actually a huge pool of names were originally submitted to the Academy for consideration. Uh, We've narrowed this down to four names that I feel pretty strongly about Carter and the nominees for worst coach of the year are. Greg Gard, Shaka Smart, Rick Barnes, and Penny Hardaway. It's a lot of stinky coaches. A lot of, a lot of stench coming from these nominees. Where's your pick? Originally, I wanted to say Shaka for that for that tournament. You know, he had, but it's got to be the whole body of work. I mean, they still won the Big Twelve tournament, so I'm gonna have to lean Gard on this one. So I'm interested to see where this goes. So I, I struggled with this because all four are deserving in their own way. Um, I eliminated Shaka smart first from consideration because Texas was good for the majority of the season. NCAA tournament, weird shit happens. Shaka was pretty good. Uh, I eliminated Greg guard from consideration because Wisconsin was horrible, but they hammered North Carolina and a tournament wins a tournament win. That's tough to call you the worst coach of the year when you made the round of 32. I eliminated Rick Barnes next, although Rick Barnes is honestly pretty deserving of this because with what he had at Tennessee, God, they were awful. Uh, And they came away with nothing, but they did make the tournament. On the other hand, we have one coach here, Carter, who did not make the NCAA tournament. 
despite having a lot of talent, that team was Memphis. That coach was Penny Hardaway. He had my vote for worst coach of the year. Yeah, you also have a penny agenda, but I, I'm interested, well, to, I'm interested to see where this one goes. All right, and the winner of Worst Coach of the Year is Shaka Smart. Wow. wow. And I, uh, I, and believe... I guess on, on behalf of Shaka Smart, here to accept this award is new Texas coach, Chris Beard. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's great to be here. Thank you. Um <laughs> You know, I, uh, I've worked my whole life to get where I am. And uh, as a Texas alum, hook them. Shaka, couldn't be here without you. Uh, look forward to hopefully many, many chances to play you uh, and defeat you because you are a horrible coach. And again, thank you for leaving me a little bit of talent and uh, giving me your job. Much appreciated. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Also got to send a shout out to Chris because Chris has been hooping in his short time with Texas. And I'm definitely so scared of Texas. Yeah. Yeah. But I all, but this isn't about Texas. Shaka here, <laughs> here with me, my guy. I was, under the, I was under the impression that you grew hair just because it was like kind of a pandemic thing. But now I realize you just wanted to not look like Shaka when you pulled a Shaka. You Why did he there, have hair? You leave there with no tournament wins. You lost to a whole ass Abilene Christian because you turned the ball over more times than you actually made field goals. You, my friend, are lucky that Marquette gave you a lifeline and hired you because you were basically able to say, you can't fire me because I quit. You're still a fraud. Now you're taking your fraud fraudness to the Midwest. Uh, hopefully assistant coaches like DeAndre Haynes, congrats to him coming from Maryland, Michigan guy going to be an assistant there. Hopefully he can save you, but Shaka hair, bald polo, not polo dress shoes, not dress shoes. You're a fraud. Do you know how much of a loser and like an afraid person, non-competitor you have to be to willingly leave a job as prestigious as Texas? Yeah, like, like, that, like it's a it's a it's a soft move. It is. He just accepted that he is a failure, and then somehow Marquette still takes him. I don't I don't understand why he grew his hair out at all. I also don't understand why he shaved his head willingly for decades before this. Like I, the psychology of Shaka Smart at this point makes no sense to me. Yeah, this year really opened up my eyes to Shaka because I was like, I'm scared of Shaka with hair, but now I'm like. Should I be scared of a guy who's willingly bald when he can grow hair? Also, are we going to talk about like the havoc defense is potentially maybe the greatest gimmick in college basketball history? Thanks. Cause like, no, it's, it's always been the greatest gimmick because when it comes down to it, really good teams don't get rattled by that. They look at it as an opportunity to score the basketball. You're just running around there making noise. You're just getting cardio in. My man made an entire career out of a seventh grade. I have better players than you, so I'm going to scare you defense. That's wild to me. I mean, get, kudos to him. I guess he's turning it into million-dollar contracts. Congratulations, Shaka. Um, wish you could have been here to accept that award, but uh, we may see you next year on the podium again. To the fifth award. We're already almost halfway through the night, Carter. I guess, should we stop? Let's take a little, a little moment here. Let's check in. How are you feeling, Cart? Good, man. You know what? I'm just, I don't, you know, I was going to try not to get emotional during this show, but I've had a lot of fun doing this, man. Like this has been great. The award show, the episodes, like the engagement from the people who listen, subscribe, like it's been really dope. And I appreciate everybody doing that. And we're going to keep, you know, working hard to bring you guys like more content and all that stuff coming up. So really having a good time shout out to g sending me a random text a couple months ago saying hey maybe we should like get sleepers going again and like you know invest in some gear and get serious <laughs> that really was wild like i just got bored and was like hey you want to actually do sleepers and then like ordered a little mini studio set up and a week later we were doing shit and here we are doing an award show fun stuff um thank yeah. you for those kind words carter i second everything you said and um Let's go back to the fifth award, the next award of the night. This is actually a good time to have a little emotional speech from you because this is a, a truly from the bottom of our hearts award. This is the sleepers guest of the year 
Award. We had many guests. I want to start by saying this once again, quite a pool of submissions for potential nominees. The Academy had to narrow it down to four. Uh, we did not feel great about that in general. We, we got some flack for this on Twitter, as we should, from a few people who wanted to see certain names on that list. Um, but with, without further ado, we have four nominees for this award, and they are... Wait, hold on a second. Before you read the nominees, though, I do got to give G his flowers. Uh, G did a great job getting these guests. Uh, G's success rate in the IG DMs is elite levels. Uh, it had me questioning what I was doing wrong. I think it might be because my IG name is Big Washed. I might have to do a rebrand, but shout out to G. He did a lot of good work on getting guests this year. I appreciate that, but let's let's be real about it. I'm really good at getting Caucasian <laughs> bench players from Big Ten schools. Like that's what I'm good at. I have a sweet spot. I play to my demographic, and it works very well. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully, then I can get some tall guys with ratchets on our pod coming up. We, we need a little more diverse crew, man. That's for year two. Uh, all right. The 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 nominees for guest of the year: Spike Albrecht. Ken Pomeroy, Matt Costello, and Loyola Ramblers head coach Drew Valentine. What a group card. I had fun with all four of these. I had fun with all our guests this year. Um, I said this on Twitter, though. No disrespect. This is my, my Kanye West moment. With all due respect, Ken Pomeroy is one of the biggest names of all time. Like there, there is on, I can count on my hand the times that I've seen Ken Palm actually do not only an interview, but show up on video. I mean, I just, there was no reason Ken Pomeroy should have been on the podcast. Like, and he was also like our second guest. That's the other. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I couldn't believe when I got the text, I thought it was fake. <laughs> I thought we got catfished or something. Well, that's where my vote is. Um, Let's see. Let's let's unveil the winner of guest of the year. Drew Valentine, head coach of the Loyola head, Ramblers. Head coach of the culture. Uh, actually, we could. I was going to say we could dial in Drew right now. Should we give him a call real quick? So he he actually would answer. Yeah, he's probably not. He's a little busy, I'm guessing, with head coach related duties. Um, and who, pregnant, who should, and who, pregnant who's wife. Who's going to accept this one, Cart? Who's going to accept this one? Uh, I think you should accept this one. Okay. Um, hmm. Okay. I'll go. I'm going to go Porter Moser for this one here to accept the award for Drew Valentine is former Loyola head coach, Porter Moser. First of all, thank you very much, Drew, a phenomenal coach, a rising star in this industry. Uh, my favorite thing about Drew and working with Drew is that he bought into our culture, our culture at Loyola. Is something that we created. We created the culture. It's a special culture. We do things the right way. And I'm excited to see him continue that culture while I create my own culture in Norman, Oklahoma. Congrats, Drew. Committed to the culture. Congrats. Thank you. You actually do a very good porter. Thank you. He That's actually pretty culture, man. Love hey, you. but shout out to Drew for hopping on an episode. Uh, we actually, shit, we got his up. I think that was probably the first interview before he it was very close to him actually getting the head coaching job at Loyola and on the episode we talked about like Drew's trajectory as a coach in the coaching world and we told him we we're like we know your grind we know what you do we know like all the stuff you do you're going to be a head coach one day that's going to happen didn't think it was going to happen this soon but it did and I'm telling you right now like Drew's already he's already going he's already got a staff in place like the culture is still going and drew's gonna do big things for sure so shout out to him congrats to him and also g's got season tickets to genteel next year Ooh, boy do i yes within uh within an hour of hearing that news uh the wife and i did pull the trigger on some rambler season tickets which by the way get them while you can folks because you're probably not going to be able to get them too much longer and be honest shocked by the cheap price point on that very appetizing price point if you're in the chicago area or just around anywhere within driving distance highly recommend see me at some games i'll be there probably every weekend game next year supporting mr drew valentine can't wait to, i mean i'm just i'm probably gonna like lose my mind the first game he's on the sidelines head coach like bro is his program now that's so head cool. coach 
head coach Drew Valentine. Like I was playing in men's leagues games with Drew like four years ago or a couple years, five years ago, something like that, when he was at Oakland as an assistant coach. And then he went to Loyola and now he's head coach Drew LU. Like crazy, crazy. But no one more deserving. None. And I'm not like questioning anything at all. Like there's not going to be a drop off. No one has to worry about any of that. Like it's, if anything, like he's going to take it to another level. For sure. So not the last time you're going to see the Loyola Ramblers on the big stage. And uh, of all the many accolades Drew Valentine has gotten in his career so far, I'm sure sleepers guest of the year has to rank up there for him. It's his his first award as a head coach. That's huge. Huge. I mean, us, look at us just groundbreaking ahead of the game again. Field of 68, wish they could. <laughs> oh, God. That's a, that's a lane I did not expect to go down on this episode, but here we are. Uh, all right, let's move on to – actually, you know what? We're exactly halfway through now. Let's stop for a word from our sponsors. Uh, and here to give us a word from our sponsors that you've never heard before is Carter Elliott talking about the locker room app. Cart, tell us all about it. Uh, everyone's probably like Carter sounds like a broken record right now. Carter's been telling us to get on the app every episode. Da da da. He's been telling us who's been on it, telling us what's going on. Folks, week by week, the locker room app is growing. The community is growing. This past week or past couple weeks, we've been able to talk to people like Bill Simmons. Kevin O'Connor has had a ring, has had a show on the locker room. Um, I mean, shit, I can't even think about who else has been in. RJ Hampton has had room from the locker room. Everyone is using the locker room app from athletes down to fans to sports writers. Everyone is using the locker room app. It's free to download. It's dope to hop on. You can listen to the sleepers on the locker room app. I mean, there's only so much I can tell y'all unless I just pull up on you and grab your phone and make you download it. But just trust me, it's free. You ain't got to do nothing. Download the app. Come talk to us. Come talk to Bill Simmons. Come talk to James Wiseman. I mean, the list goes on and on. People have been on the app. But uh, it's a great place to be. Great community. Uh, it's dope. Join it. Come on. And it brings people together, Cart. That's my favorite part. We were on a panel last night on the Locker Room app doing a little college basketball postseason roundtable. We had Ant Wright from the Michigan side. We had DK from Spartan Hoops on the MSU side. We had fans from both interacting. And then we had me somewhere confused in the middle of all of it, as I always am. So it's a blast. Get the Locker Room app. Uh, Please join the conversation. We will be there once a week. Before you close out the ad, I also want to send just a personal shout out to Ethan and Howard. Uh, We were able to test out the app when it was in beta testing form. I don't even know how long ago that was. And like to see where it's grown has been crazy. Uh, Super proud of those guys for doing what they're doing. I mean, they got Spotify now and all types of big names on the app. I mean, they really made it happen. Uh, So shout out to them. And of course they support the sleepers in our podcast. And we always appreciate that support. It's been real since day one. So I appreciate those boys for that as, as well. 100%. Wow. Touching, Cart. You are speaking from the heart tonight. I love when you do that, my friend. Uh, I also, I almost called you a couple hours before this and said we should have invited Howard on the show this time for this episode because I feel like he would have had some drip for the Sleepers Award show. True. He definitely would have had some drip. And pretty soon, like, Howard's going to be doing, like, Joe Rogan's podcast and shit, and we're not going to be able to get him. Right. But hey, we knew him once. I'll always be able to tell my grandchildren about that. uh, And I will for sure tell my grandchildren about the locker room app. So get it and tell your mamas and your grandkids. All right. Back to the sleepies. The sixth award of the night. One that I, I know hits home for both Carter and I. This is the gambling addiction team of the year award. Uh, Carter, it's been quite a gambling journey for you and I, to say the least. It has. I mean, we've been everywhere. The ups, the downs, the very downs. I mean, we've been we've been through it all and we bet on it all. But you know what? At the end of the day, I think that we, you know, we're able to kind of combine forces. And of course, G's G's daily picks helped us get through college basketball season. A lot of research, a lot of, you know, gut feeling as well. But at the end of the day, we were able to get it done. There was a lot of teams this year that personally won the sleepers a lot of money. Hell yeah, there were. And let me tell you about a few of them. But first, they're not 
really any more beautiful things in the world than waking up at 8.15 a.m. on a Tuesday. Yes, that's when I wake up. Sorry if that's too late or too early for you, but 8.15 a.m. on a Tuesday to a text from Carter Elliott with three paragraphs talking about Premier League research and numbers and over-unders and why we got the play. Folks, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, research stats, we love those, and we also love these four teams and or plays that are up for nominees for gambling addiction team of the year number one bet against memphis number two mid-season michigan number three minnesota at the barn and number four live betting texas wow i'm almost out of breath saying all four of those cart um talk to me about what these four mean to you man I definitely have personally a connection to Minnesota at the barn. They damn near funded some purchases around my house and the purchase of my dog damn near. <laughs> uh, but also Vegas lost themselves a lot of money with the midseason disrespect in Michigan. We were getting Michigan like minus four lines. Talking about they were minus one and a half at home against the accountants. Yeah. You and like, I texting each other like, wait, 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 what? Wait, we're like, this is wrong. Like, this can't be right. Like, so, oh God, man. But also like live bet Texas down the stretch and in the big 12 tournament was also. We got to tell people about Texas real quick. So the, the move with live bet Texas, and this will probably carry over to future Marquette Shaka smart games. If you get some guys in, but. That team, every game, that would either be up 15 or down 15 in the first half. Every single game. I swear. You can go back and look at those. It happened. Mm -hmm. And every single time, whether they were off to the early lead or they were down big early, the game got to a one-possession game down the stretch. Every single game. And I feel like it happened the same way, too. Like, they would get down big early, like you said, 12 or 15 maybe before half a quick 6-0, run to get a little momentum and yep. just take off in the second half and have yourself a chance. Like, it was definitely money down the stretch. And then, of course, Ben against Penny, like, he just, like, calls timeouts and just and no game plan, just vibes. Yeah, just <laughs> so call, like, he has, like, a color-by-numbers book next to him on the bench. And every time he's, like, he holding up, he's like, you guys got to run this. And they're like, coach, there's nothing on the board. <laughs> Oh God, I'm going to miss. Well, I, you know, all of these are kind of in, in threat to be gone next year. Michigan could be worse. Minnesota has no Richard Patino anymore. Texas, no Shaka smart anymore. Really. We're, we're hoping that Penny Hardaway just sticks around and remains to stink in Memphis. Yeah. Probably gonna have some new nominees next year, but we'll see who wins the first one. And the winner is, Oh, wow. I'm surprised by this one. I'm, I know I was, the unveiler i'm not supposed to do that but i'm excited mid-season michigan wow. is the gambling addiction sleepers team of the year and uh carter i think you should probably accept this one i will accept the Wolverines. i will accept this one i'm going to set this one as hunter dickinson <laughs> uh if you can see me right now i can't bend over and touch my toes or run with bending no i'm kidding i'm not gonna do that but this is what i'm gonna say i'm gonna start i'm gonna talk as Jawan howard actually Hey, while you do that, let me put a little wand oh up to the camera here. Go ahead. They disrespected us. I mean, they put us at the bottom of the conference. They're giving us single-digit lines against Northwestern. They're giving us single-digit lines against Wisconsin and the accountants. The absolute disrespect to the best team in the Big Ten, the Big Ten champions. If you give us single lines, you can guarantee that someone's going to bet those. You can guarantee there's some dude – in Portage, Michigan on Montrose Ave. That's texting his light-skinned friend saying, dude, bet the house. It's minus four Michigan. And they're winning money off that, and everyone's happy. Thank you for this award. Hopefully that means more success in March for us next year so we're not frauds. Thank you. I almost shed a tear during that. I'm not going to lie. I mean, wow. Uh, did not expect to hear from Juwan tonight, as you could tell by my shocked reaction. Ecstatic. For, uh, for all Wolverine fans out there that were able to, you know, honor such a team and such a coach that had a great year. They couldn't get it done, as Carter so uh, aptly pointed out on his Twitter this week. Franz Wagner airballs a shot that 
prevented us from going to the final four, but yeah, hey, you it mean, happens. Wait, Greg, come on now. You know, you know the rule. It's Ons. <laughs> it was Ons, but here's the thing, man. My guy Ons, Franz, whatever you want to call him, has been pretty damn quiet since the season ended. I'm not used to top 20 picks being pretty damn quiet a month after the season ends if they're going pro cart. Just saying, where, where's my guy at right now? I don't know. Ricks. Okay, let me. Can I? I, I the door's open. Can I go full conspiracy mode? Let's hear it. Quickly, conspiracy mode. Michigan didn't actively go after any transfers publicly in the last three weeks. Why? Why? Why have they not been after Marcus Carr? Why have they not been? Why? Like everybody's list comes out and Michigan's not in it. That doesn't happen. Keep going. I'm sending a text to the studio to play the music to get you off the stage. <laughs> That's fine. <But laughs> you're telling me. You're telling me they're he, not. He's going off the. Te- he's going off the teleprompter. Someone reel him in. He's gone. All right. I'm just saying. Mo's Mo got cut. Mo's got some free time. Is the NBA all it's cracked up to be? If you're out of the league in two years, Mo. Mo's got more money than Ons. They got more money than they'll ever need. They can go to Europe and be sensations in a couple of years, regardless. Mo's got an apartment in Ann Arbor, and he's going to be there next season. At this point. <laughs> I mean, come on. Look, okay. And then I've played off with the music. Thank you. But uh, let's keep an eye out and see what happens to Mr. Wagner as we move on to our seventh award of the night. And um, speaking of airballed threes, the Russell Bird We Believed in You Award. The nominees are Tennessee, Fran McCaffrey, Shaka Smart with hair, and Deuce McBride. It's a lot of people we believed in, Carter. Yeah, I believed them all. And to get some backdrop on this, everyone believed in Russell Bird. But every time, you can go, if someone really wants to go back and watch every game that Russell Bird got in, his plus minus when he was on the floor had to be historically bad at any level of basketball. Whenever he got on the floor, if I was betting back then, I would have live bet the other team no matter what. He never did anything positive. The only positive thing he did was get with Clarissa Bell. That's good for him. But He's when he, legend. but basketball wise, eh, eh, that man could not get it done. He was a negative effect when he got on the court. And I we want to say this, and people believed in him. I do want to say this as uh, a multi-year his own member. I watched, I witnessed Russell Bird with my own eyes in pregame warmups. That man damn near shot ninety percent from three in warmups every single game. And then he come in the game and that ain't happening. And Hey, I don't know if that happens to some people that happens to some teams that happens to some coaches. And those are the nominees we have on this list. Let's run through them real quick. Tennessee. We were a little late on Tennessee. I would say not late as in excited. Like we were excited about them early. We believed in them early, but then as it became pretty clear, you should jump off the bandwagon. You and I stayed on the bandwagon. We, we, publicly came out and said we're not jumping off the bandwagon we waited to the last pop honestly if we were on the ship with them we could have got off but we stayed on and we just went down with them to be honest like they they just let us down time after time again like we really did believe in them i had andrew robeson again maker of the sleepers mug that i'm sipping out of right now listener of the podcast texted me about seven different times in the middle of the season why are you still high on tennessee and I'm like, I believe in him, dude. And then finally I had to hit him with the, you're right, you're right, right as the NCAA tournament loss happened. Got back on board when they had that big win against Kansas when they were pick them. And then <laughs> that's, that's all they gave us throughout the year. All they gave us. Poor Sean Coleman. Then uh, Fran McCaffrey, I don't know if you were ever as high on Fran as I was, but I had, I said Iowa was here all season. I believed, I believed, I believed, I believed. And what do they do? Lose to Oregon by 30 with the national player of the year? sickening never again uh shaka smart with hair we've gone over that one deuce mcbride maybe a name people didn't expect to see on the nominee list for this award man just it's you're playing syracuse and you're going under screens on buddy boheim and you're letting him get open looks like what are you doing you want to win the game it's just frustrating. And everything played out the way we did. There was a nice little live bet put in by me and Gregory. Mm-hmm. McNeil got hot and mm-hmm. West Virginia shit the bed. And I'd give it to West Virginia and Bob Huggins. 
but Deuce McBride's the best player, so it goes on him at the end of the day. It, it was bad. It was bad. We were down – West Virginia's down about 12 in that game with about 12 minutes to play, and I specifically remember sending the we just need heat check player of the year to get hot. And he did. He hits back-to-back threes. I'm emphasizing the text I sent five minutes ago. I'm thinking we got it. And Deuce McBride had the ball in his hands about four times and just turned it over and kept going under screens. I mean, come on. Come on, Deuce. We believe Um, you. All right. Let's let's hear from the Academy or the people. The winner of the Russell Bird We Believed in You Award is Shaka Smart with hair. Shaka is the big winner. He is sweeping the sleepies tonight. Hey, wow. What a what a what an award for Shaka. I mean, that we were on the podcast. I literally said, I think quote unquote, I am scared of Shaka Smart with hair. <laughs> I was wrong. We believed, man. And I guess uh, well, oh, what do you know? Here to accept on behalf of Shaka again is Chris Beard. And oh, wait, it looks like no, Chris Beard is actually drunk. <laughs> with uh his good friend abilene christian's coach and he's not making it up the stairs to accept this award at the podium so um you know i guess shaka will will send this to you uh chris beard is really benefiting off of off of shaka's misery chris chris beard is chris beard's family is going to be set for life off of your fake ass jerry curl that you had going on thank you shaka Thank you, Shaka. I hope that's the last we speak of Shaka for a while. I'm a little shocked out right now. Me too. All right, moving on. Uh, I guess we just got to shock it off. I hate you for that. I really hate you for that. Uh, all right. Upset of the year. Wait, uh, Greg, before you do this, um, I don't know if you're going to have to cut this or not, but I actually have to use the restroom real quick. You're Can not get, you're not kidding, are you? No, I'm not. Okay. I'm I'm not cutting this, so let's right, find I'm, a way to make this work. I'm three blue light skies deep, so like, yeah, I gotta go to the bathroom. Oh, hey Greg. Uh returning to the show, that's the first time I've ever seen an award show host leave mid segment to take a restroom break. So and now he has a Q-tip. <laughs> yeah, pick one up on the way. Wow, um, gotta look is, and feel my gotta look and feel my best. This is the quality you come to Sleepers Media for. This self care is the best care, up. folks. All right, uh, upset of the year. Only three awards left. Cart. We're getting to the big ones. Upset of the year. The nominees are Loyola over Illinois, Oral Roberts over Ohio State. Michigan State over Michigan game two. And Derek Nix over the sleepers. Uh, man, this one, I'm leaning Oral Roberts because I don't think Loyola over Illinois was an upset. Um, so I think I'm, but according to Sean, making the madness, either with Oral Roberts over Ohio State, but uh. I think I'm still rolling with Oral Roberts on this one. I don't know which way you're leaning or not. Yeah, I think Oral Roberts is like the most by definition upset of the year here. I voted for Loyola over Illinois. Um, That was the most near and dear to my heart. That sent me on the happiest revenge, vengeance Twitter spree that I was on all season clowning Illinois fans after that game. Although I guess clowning Ohio State was also pretty fun because Dwayne Washington had like 19 attempts to win that game down the stretch and he couldn't uh kevin o'banner max Asmus, like those are just names that i'll remember forever fun michigan state over michigan big upset was it the upset of the year no was it an upset yes <laughs> and Derek nicks over the sleepers i mean we gotta we have to talk about this one don't we yeah uh we uh we had an agreement that Derek Nix would come on the show and uh he just didn't answer the dms once it came uh once it came showtime and uh, never responded even after that. So he uh, upset us, ghosted us, uh, whatever you want to call it. But uh, yeah, that kind of hurt. RIP to the podcast. RIP to the uh, podcast. On brand, I guess. Um, he didn't fit our demographic of players, clearly. 
if you've been watching who we brought on, he's uh, that's why we need more diversity. We're gonna have to, we need to hire uh, a diversity manager or whatever that's called, don't we? I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know, just you know, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna make a little shift, a little change moving forward. Submit your resumes to the sleepersmedia at gmail.com if you'd like to join the team, uh, particularly with a focus on diversity help. We definitely need that. Without further ado, the winner of upset of the year is Oral Roberts over Ohio State over the Buckeyes. Carter, uh, you want to accept this one? I do, and I will accept this as uh, Kevin O'Banner. There's a lot of folks out there texting me all week talking about, you got to face one of the best power forces in the country in EJ Liddell. I was like, hmm, interesting, because I thought I was one of the best power forwards in the country as well. Uh, There's a couple bloggers out there that write for a blog called Making the Madness who tried to tell y'all that me and my boy Max were the best one-two punch in the country, regardless of conference, division, any of that. Tried to tell y'all. And they had the audacity to double him off screens and leave me wide open at the top of the key. That's just what you're going to get. You're going to get a 30 ball put on your head and a loss. And we know that whenever Dwayne Washington shoots, he's with us. So we weren't worried about that neither. Oral Roberts is what we do. Thank y'all. We're coming back. Never oh. doubt us again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll be back. Don't doubt yeah. us. Is that breaking news? I thought he was on the NBA radar. <laughs> he probably is, but that's, that's just me being him. <laughs> you heard it here first. Carter Elliott as Kevin O'Banner is returning to school to Oral Roberts for another run in the NCAA tournament. You're going to see that on uh, verbal commits, talking about per per, per uh, Kevin O'Banner that uh, he will be coming back to school. He'll be like, what? Not, not what? John Ross team about to slide in. Sources say Kevin O'Banner. Okay, John, you, you listen right. to the sleepers. Okay, John. Uh, congrats to Kevin O'Banner, Max Aismas, and everybody at Oral Roberts. Definitely well-deserved winner there. Uh, we've got two awards left, Carter. Second to last penultimate award of the night, the sleepers media fan of the year. Before I get to our nominees cart, we had a lot of fans this year. We had, we had more people listen to us and give us positive feedback than I ever anticipated would ever do that. And that's, that's like not bullshit. That's like, legitimately i was shocked by how many people responded to that's, us that's like legitimate people showing like legit love and legit like you know engagement with the podcast and also be remiss if i didn't shout out people like big mike and chase who helped us do things like even getting the podcast started they took time out of their day to hop on with us give us some advice about podcasting like really you know just basically hype us up and give us pretty good advice to, you know, take the sleepers brand where we're, you know, the path it's on right now. So, you know, honestly, like, don't want to be cliche about this, but this could go to just like about everybody. I mean, it could go to a lot of people for doing this, but we narrowed it down to a couple of nominees, but we really appreciate everyone who has, you know, given genuine engagement and feedback to the podcast. We, you know, we feed off of that for sure. Trust me. Hundred percent. I'm even. I'm gonna name some more names because you just named Big Mike and Chase helping us figure out how to actually do this legitimately, and that was a huge help. Uh, I had Vince, aka Vince the Film Nerd, who has his own movie-related podcast that I've listened to for years. Hit me up, and I went to elementary school with the kid. hadn't talked to him in about twelve years, and tells me he's listened to every episode. He loves it. He thinks we're great. That meant a ton. Uh, David Klein, DK. Spartan Hoops has been super encouraging since the oh, moment we met oh, him. Got to shout out creative consultant team too. Creative consultant team. I mean, good Lord. They like the people that set up the look for all this. We had so much help, so much support. Uh, and I know we're still like a, a little podcast. We get that. This isn't hope. This isn't cliche. Like we're thanking people like we're big time here, but uh, it's a lot more enjoyable to, to do this stuff when we know people are enjoying it. Uh, I know for me personally, it made me want to just keep doing more and feel better and more confident in the way we do this. So thank you to everybody who's contributed, even in the smallest way of just watching or just liking the videos. Uh, Without further ado, four nominees for Fan of the Year. Saul Berrios, a.k.a. the winner of the inaugural Sleepers Media Bracket Challenge. Tammy Patterson, my (laughs) mother-in-law. 
Michael Lofton, and Lil B, the infamous Lil B from Siege Picks. Quite a group here, Cart. Man, this I I can't even lean one way or the other. I can't. I have to lean one way. I voted Tammy Patterson. Oh, I got, soft. I have, that's not soft. She, bro, she went down to Florida. She had the sleepers hat on every single day. It's her IG profile pick right now. Hey, like, hey, she, Greg, Greg, Greg's out here working for that good Christmas gift next year. I see the, I see the vision. I see the vision. Oh, maybe, maybe not. Tammy, I appreciate <laughs> you. I know you listen to every episode. You have my vote. Um, but really, four great nominees here. Let's go to the winner. The winner is Lil B from Siege Picks. Hey. Wait, hold on. Who, who should accept this one? <laughs> Lil B himself, probably. Uh, Lil B can't speak. <laughs> um, hmm. I, we could probably accept it on behalf of Lil B. I don't want to impersonate the the genius duo behind siege picks yeah let's just let's just let's just go ahead and say a little piece about siege and i'll say my little piece yeah let's accept this so siege picks uh we came across these guys again like peripheral people i've known for a while grew grew up in lansing around these guys kind of knew of them but um didn't really ever interact with them until we started doing locker room stuff we did money mondays before we were even doing the video sleepers podcast stuff we were doing a money mondays gambling episode every single monday on locker room and Siege Picks was there about every single episode to give us the lowdown. Uh, they are a handicapping service. You can pay for all of their premium picks, and their premium picks hit at a ridiculous win rate. Like, I know because I'm a customer, and it yeah, wins. Like, they're we're, geniuses. We're speaking, like, as customers, like, Siege isn't, like, sponsoring us or, like, paying us to say this. Like, literally – it's a handicap service where you put in like a certain amount of money, like 20 bucks for some picks for a month and you'll win that back in the first day. Like there are, have been on a crazy run, especially with like baseball and like, especially college football season too. Like these dudes do their research. They know their shit and they're cool dudes at like, at the end of the day, like, you know what I'm saying? They're not going to big time you. They're not going to do any, you know, all that extra stuff. They're just cool dudes. So, you know, we appreciate them. They've, like you said, they've been there since day one. So I'm glad that they're able to get the Sleepers Award. Shout out to my man, Lil B. Every I was going to say, every, it's every, not even every, Siege Picks, it's Lil B. Hey, every Saturday, my man had two helmets, and he had to crawl to one to pick the winner. And I'm pretty sure he went like eight and one on the year. Like, he was pretty goddamn good. Lil B, he was a Big Ten specialist. It was always a Big Ten Saturday afternoon game. And Lil B was hotter than the daily picks were. I mean, like they, they had me ready to buy some more helmets from like other teams and like see which way Lil B was leaning because Lil B was on a heater. And he wasn't picking money lines either. He was picking against the spread, oh. crawling his way to Illinois minus three and a half at Iowa. And that thing was a lock. It happened. So kudos, Lil B. I admire you. I hope to be the gambler you are one day when I grow up. Um, I'm really, really just honored to be associated with both Lil B and Siege Picks. So incredible, incredible stuff. Thank you, Lil B. Lil B early, man. That's an early award for him. I mean, he's, he's on an unprecedented success rate. Like imagine if what he could do 30 years from now. Imagine when he hits his first day of preschool and he's like, oh, y'all ain't got sleepies. Oh, y'all ain't hear no awards. This, this ain't the type of sleepy Lil B's used to. Oh, oh, y'all taking that y'all at nap time with no awards. Oh, I can't relate. <laughs> oh, we forgot. I forgot one of my stupid sticks I was gonna do. This was supposed to be presented by NyQuil, and I was just gonna have a bottle of NyQuil like within every episode, but or within every every award. I'm I'm sorry. I'm just admitting my failures once again here. Okay. It's an open, open forum. It is. All right, let's get to the final award of the night cart. It's a big one sleeper of the year. The only award that only had two nominees, man. I don't know. I'm be kind of sick if I lose to you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, I voted for Greg. I voted for Carter. This is stupid that we're even doing this, but it's yeah, it cause I don't want to do this whole thing. We're like, Oh no, you did this. You did that. And I don't want that back and forth, but that's not it, us. It's not us. Like, <laughs> We, we both, like, put in, like, a lot of work to sleepers. Uh, I personally think that G is more of the, 
you know, engine that makes the sleepers go. But, you know, we work as a team and, uh, you know, I don't know. Whoever this goes to, you know, it's deserved. It should go to G. If it doesn't go to me, I'm going to be probably hurt. Probably going to probably going to probably going to leave sleepers. Carl, let me tell you something real quick. Nobody buys a car because of the engine. People buy cars because of the features, the looks, the feel. Like you, you are the soul of sleepers media, my friend. You are I'm the touch, humor. I'm, I'm, I'm the touchscreen on the dashboard. I'm you the other seat. You are the humor, the personality, the face, the the heart. Dare I say of the sleepers? That's what you are. You are the man who eats thirty five pancakes because he is honorable to his word. Uh, and without you, there is no sleepers. So you had my vote. Um, but ultimately, again, this is this is an award show for the people, by the people, for the people. So without further ado, the sleeper of the year is it's Greg Waddell. Gee. And we actually have, we are lucky enough to have G here tonight to accept this award. So G, please. Oh, thank you so much, Carter. Thank you, sleepers. Thank you, sleepers media fans. Um like I said, I, 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 this is a dumb award. I wanted you to win this, so I'm not even going to do real hey, the, hey, hey, I'm going to let y'all know right now, this is dumb until me and G get into it, and he holds it over my head. He'll be like, okay. Facts. Oh, oh, because hey, if y'all don't know, G's the petty king, and he thrives off this type of stuff. So, like, if we get into <laughs> argument for some reason, he'd be like, shut up. I was sleeper of the year. Who are you? <laughs> But let's be real though. I'm petty king for sure. Like I thrive off pettiness. Like if you if you wrong me, like I will trust me. That's something I will thrive off of. But you you would never wrong me. You never have wronged me. I don't like I'm not petty against actual friends. I'm petty to enemies. True. So you're my guy, Cart. I think you deserve that award. Um, but thank you, Academy. Thank you, people. Uh, I feel obligated to eat 36 pancakes now in order just to be able to hang my head on that award. Yeah, you know, it uh, just gives me something to grind towards next year. And uh, also, I got something else in the works. I'm kind of thinking of ideas. So if anyone has any ideas, uh, we are at about 160, I think like 165 YouTube subscribers. If we get to like 200 by a certain date, I'll, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think of some ideas, maybe like some running, some miles or something like that. Because anyone who doesn't know, I don't run. I'm not a runner. So I'll run some miles, maybe do a little charity event, something like that. Something, you know, for the people. So we did, anyone has any ideas, let me know. We were spitballing this. Like every month we do a different thing. If we hit this number, we, you and I will both agree to something. I'm willing to get involved in this. I also hate running. You know, I'd be on the Peloton doing the run slash walk. So I don't got to run more than like four minutes in a row. <laughs> I can't believe people run for fun. It's just not fun, man. Um, but yeah, let's let's come up with something cool. Let's do that. I'm gonna force myself into your idea here. <laughs> yeah, if anyone, so if anyone's listening to this, has any ideas, hit it. first follow our YouTube channel and then send us a suggestion. Bingo. Um, 161 subscribers, I believe, is what we are at. We are. I mean, this is really this is the end of season one of the sleepers. Kind of sad, happy, emotional moment. What a year it was. Uh, lots of off-season content still coming. We plan to do one episode a week still on an ongoing basis. That's definitely going to be the goal. We have a guest. Uh, should we tease the guest? We should. I'm kind of mad because I really thought we were going to get that one shining moment video of me saying put the orange thing and the 10-foot thing throughout every episode, which I definitely said every single episode. I did. I offered to cart. This is why I shouldn't have won sleeper of the year. I offered to cart a month ago that I would cut a video of the entire one shining moment song just played over Carter saying that clip 12 times. Um, But then I realized how much work would be needed to do that. And like listening to every episode to find that clip and I scrapped it. So I'm sorry here. I'm going to virtually give you that award back because I don't deserve it after after that Thanks. lazy <laughs> anyway man but let's but let's i think it's time to tease this new episode because i would literally there's no way anyone could guess who our next guest is about to be honestly there's no chance so let's yeah let's give people let's play a game 30 seconds if you're still listening to this for 30 seconds we're going to kind of talk about who this guest is and i want you to think and predict who we could possibly bring on this is a guest 
that Carter and I have mentioned on the show many times, not in a praising way, not in a happy way. We've, we've made fun of this man. We've made fun of this team. We uh, don't exactly enjoy watching this man, but he's a major figure in the landscape of college basketball cart. If anyone can hear that, I'm punching my calculator right now. Maybe one would say like an accountant. Oh, a little. Did you say punch? Oh. <laughs> Wow. You mentioned punch also. Uh, if you haven't got it by now, folks, we have a verbal agreement with Mr. Brad Davison to come on the sleepers podcast. That is not a joke. That is not a shtick. I assume Brad Davison hasn't seen our episodes before. Otherwise he probably wouldn't agree to do this. Um, I am. I also did. I slid in the DMS and told him we are big fans of his. So we're going to have to maneuver that a little bit, but. Um, and I think it's, no, I think it's going to be a good episode because. I feel like everyone outside of Wisconsin fans hates Brad Davison. And I think he knows that people hate Brad Davison. So I'm kind of interested to get his you know, view of it. And sleepers, are, we're not going to fake. All right. We're not going to go in there acting like we're big Cole Center fans or big Badger fans. Like we know our role. We're going to be straight up with them. And I think it's going to be it's going to be interesting when the sleepers and the accountants join forces. <laughs> Hey, like I said, I thrive off pettiness. I thrive off conflict. And here we are. We have uh, Mr. Brad Davison coming on the show. So that should drop next week. I believe we're recording it early next week. uh, And you will see more of that. We'll try to get more episodes with guests on an ongoing basis. Off season, if you you listen to this, if you want to be a guest on the Sleepers podcast, hit us up. We'll bring some people on. We'd love to bring family, friends, fans of the show on. Um, do some creative off-season type things. Obviously, we're not going to be talking about active games every single time, active players, active teams, but we'll get creative. We'll come up with uh, fun things to discuss in the world of college basketball and beyond, get back on our NBA grind a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, So more to come. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening to us. Thank you for watching the first ever Sleepies. Appreciate everybody. Drive home safe. (laughs) Do all that nonsense, but... Appreciate all the genuine love. Sleep is going to keep on doing our thing. And uh, a lot more to come, man. We're working. So, G, it's been fun. Great college basketball season. Not me personally as a Michigan State fan, but I'm looking forward to everything this summer and transfer portal and next year and keeping on doing this thing. So, appreciate everybody out there listening. Card, I appreciate you, and I think I speak for both of us when I say this. If we could do next year just like this year – all over again we would do it again wouldn't we yeah yeah eat my shorts uh no all right we'll see y'all next week appreciate you peace you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.